Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers, all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. Hey man, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic since we got the group together. Yeah, it's afternoon episode today, so you're going to hear this early in the morning, but it's afternoon today. We're doing it late in the afternoon because somebody was busy doing some very special stuff for the Longwood Chamber, right? Yes, Mr. indeed. He was running a little tight this morning. He was running a little tight, so they're all dressed up. They're pretty both, boys. Both of these boys have suits on that are in here this morning. I'm like, hey, somebody's got to look Pete's. good. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I don't get yeah, any Anyways, like, my son got married two years ago. That's the last time I wore a suit, so... Anyways, episode 71 of the Check Your Six podcast. We have a couple of return guests in today because we want to find out some more stuff that they they know that we don't, right? Right, and, and I think uh, with the four of us here, uh, as there's going to be one more that she couldn't come on because she's extremely busy, but we put everything together, it's going to be so easy to push out because it's, it's a one-stop shop. Cool, so who are you? Uh, my name is Craig with Vets Growth. I'm at uh, 407-754-5779. And you? I'm Tim Proctor with GRP Studios, 407-862-6882. Hold on. Hold the phone. We're not there yet. Or Tim at grpstudios.com. The episode name for today, you were asking me about this. The episode name is The Four Musketeers because there's four guys in here. That's right. Yeah. And you said, no, it's five. five. And then you're talking about Wanda. She's not here. I'm talking about right here today. I didn't want to see Larry, Moe, Curly, and Shemp, because that's the four must, you know, the four stooges. I didn't go that way. Probably would have been better. <laughs> More no. appropriate, though. Four Musketeers. You've, you've never seen it. I'm sure you haven't. A movie, 1974. The Four Musketeers was a sequel to The Three Musketeers, which had great actors and actresses in it. Christopher Lee was in it as a bad guy. Yeah. But Oliver Reed was in it as Athos. And then Richard Chamberlain was Artemis, or no, Aramis, Aramis, not Artemis, Aramis. Mm -hmm. And then you had Frank Finley, which nobody really knows about who Frank Finley was, Porthos. She's so He was very good. And then D'Artagnan, Michael York. You guys ever heard of Michael York? Have you you noticed in this room you're the only one that knows all this stuff? then, no, then the best, (laughs) Raquel Welch. Yes, I think if we all heard of her. Was, was, was part of that. But also had Christopher Lee and Faye Dunaway and Sybil Danny and a bunch of people. Charlton Heston was in it. So Four Musketeers oh, right. is a great movie. You need, you need to watch it. It's a great movie. Anyways. Wow. So we have, I have to my right and across from you, we have Sean Essler, Essler Edge Consulting, or is, it, what, is that what it, it is? It is Essler Edge Consulting. That's correct. Cool. Give us your contact information before we move to your right. Sure. You can reach Sean at 321-441-3810 or Sean, that's S-E-A-N, at theesleredge.com. And we'll talk about that name in a minute. And then next to you, the youngster, the young man, the young buck. Yes. Mr. Gerald Huff looking dapper today in his bow tie. I love the bow tie suits, by the way. Bow ties are cool, man. Bow ties are very cool. They were not. When I was growing up, you were a dork if you wore a, bo- yep. you wore a bow tie. Might but still be a dork. You probably st- I, I still am say, a dork. You're, you're yeah. still in that category. Changing, okay. changing it to a regular tie does not make me not a dork. But Gerald is here today with my website spot, so give, a, give your information on how people can contact you. 
Yeah. So um, I'm Gerald with my website spot. You guys can reach my team at 407-499-4008. We handle everything web, SEO, advertising, and marketing related. If you want to contact a tech directly today, you can email them at support at mywebsitespot.com. You know, he said get a hold of your team. That's his team. You have you. I have me. Sean has Sean. Yep. Basically. So you're telling us the youngest one of all four of us. The youngest. Has a team. Has a team. He's going places. We're not. going places. We've already been to the places he's going. (laughs) Can we say that? No. It's great to have you guys back in here. As you may or may not know, we do business. GRP Studios. Sean is my IT guy. Gerald is the web person that does that. Actually, Courtney does a lot of it, but we'll still give you all the credit. No, no, no. Give Courtney the credit. I, I, we can't go on air with me taking the credit. No, but your your team, we'll just put it that way, does GRP Studios, Kid and Supportive Soldiers. They're working with you. I got them all now, too. So we're, we're having you guys in here because we want to ask you some questions. It's going to be mostly driven by Goofball over here on my left. Okay. But you guys have been introduced. I'll let, we'll start with, we'll start, you know what? We're going to start with oldest. Youngest has to wait. That's, That's just fine. the way it is. And then just give your background, sure. what you do, your basic services, your ideal clients, what you're doing to plan to grow in about 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I got six and a half minutes of background here. Now, Hold we've on. all been to Toastmasters. Sean has been going a lot longer than I have. I haven't gone since all this goofball stuff happened. You've been to Toastmasters as well. So right. this is going to be a mini Toastmasters. So you ready? I got 30 seconds. No, you don't. You can go okay. longer than that. Oh, good. Okay, so I've got roughly 30 years of experience just working in computers and IT. All but maybe a year and a half, two years, that was all with small businesses. So think under 20 employees. So over the course of years and four other business ventures, come to know all there is to, well, hopefully all there is to know about starting and running a business. now. So what I do now, I provide a consulting service for entrepreneurs, new business owners, help them get started, get up on their feet, you know, find out what direction they should head. What do you do first, during, and after you get started? Once they're going, now it's technical support. Let's find the right tech for your business and help you get it implemented. Not everybody needs all the bells and whistles. Sometimes you just need somebody to find that one piece that fits just right for you. So that's what I work on. Wow, that was pretty good. Man, I, I think he did it in 30 seconds. I, I do have to say I, I, I love Sean and his family to death. Uh, he's been big supporters of Kids and Supportive Soldiers, and we like to support him whenever we can, although I didn't go with you to the Boy Scout <clears throat> casino night. I'm sorry. Little, My wife still yells at me for that. But he's not a Mac guy. He's not an Apple guy. I, I'm oh, still str- – I love – you know what? Actually, I love him to it. death even though he's a PC guy. I, I am absolutely a PC guy. I will – Support to the best of my ability those unfortunate people out there that still have a Mac. Yeah, if you can't be an athlete, business. be an athletic supporter. Can I can something like that? Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Remember, well, right tech for the right job. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Next to you again, we do business with Mr. Gerald, a young man. We pick on him all the time because of his age, but he is tremendously wise in what he does. He's very good at what he does. So Gerald, same thing. Your basically your business what you do, who you impact, and how you do everything else. Yeah, so my business is centered around the internet, anything related to websites, marketing, advertising, social, you name it. We pretty much have our hands in it. 
Our advantage is that we've worked with several of the different technologies that have released online in the last 10, 15 years. So we have a general idea of how they all connect and how they all relate and how to navigate them for businesses. So that's kind of the advantage of working with us. It's just that all-rounded collective experience across these different internet options. So who is, Sean, who is your ideal client? My ideal client is still that small business. It's somebody that, again, under 20 employees, could be any vertical, could be somebody that's got a medical office, could be somebody that's a lawyer's office, retail shop, insurance guys. Everybody's got a small office or a home office. Sometimes it's questions about security, emails, things like that. It's really about size for me. I don't like getting larger businesses because I like keeping that personal interaction with everybody. I like coming in, drinking the water, stealing a granola bar, some peanuts. I'm really ticked off. You don't got the popcorn going. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Yeah. It'll, it'll someday it'll come back. We got to, we got to fix that. We got to fix that. Joe, what about you? Who is your ideal? So you're not Morgan and Morgan. You're basically not, not Morgan, Morgan and Morgan with size matters. And not, not. Okay, whatever. Yeah. That's not. <laughs> so Joe, what about you? Who is your ideal client? Who do you, cause you have small clients, you have much larger clients. Are you pivoting away from the smaller businesses into a little bit larger in scope? Well, the challenge isn't necessarily the size of the client, but rather how dependent they are on online technologies. So, for example... Aren't we all, though? I mean, it's just... We, we are, but we're not. For some people, it's as simple as, oh, I need to run a Facebook, I need to keep a web presence up, and that's fine. You know, we can help with things like that. But where we really specialize are for businesses who maybe they've had an SEO strategy for the last four or five years and they need to redesign their website, but they're scared to lose rank. How do we get our website up to Google compliance? How do we get our website up to ADA compliance? Other sides of that might be maybe, maybe you do a lot of business and there's a lot of data that gets harvested in the process. What do you do with that data? Do you want to process that data? Do you want to automate some of the things on that data? I know earlier we were talking about MailChimp campaigns you know, so we create custom solutions that can take email addresses from maybe a foreman out in the field, process them into a MailChimp database, and schedule follow-up reminders with their potential clients. Anything that exists in, in the internet, we have some way, shape, form, or fashion of manipulating and moving this data. But our, our key takeaways, kind of, I guess, the, the real focus for us are going to be businesses that are working on WordPress primarily, because it's easy for them to manage. So we specialize in keeping WordPress secure and expanding on it beyond its normal capabilities. We work a lot with e-commerce solutions. So if you have an online store, you're trying to take payments, or maybe you're trying to get some kind of downloadable product out, we can help schedule out the licensing and, and different release fence. We do a lot with API integrations. That one's not a commonly known word unless you're actually looking into creating web services, but API is another thing that we do really well. But that list can go on forever, but those are kind of like our top three. I, that's, again, you start talking in some aspects, and we're just over here kind of like deer in the headlights, and you're both shaking your heads and nodding. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great, Sean, and we're talking about all this stuff. Well, let's talk about mail. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, that's kind of the beauty of it. You know, with all the technology experience that I've gained over the years that Jerry's gained, there's this great compatibility between us. You know, because I've done a lot of work with Jerry. He's been great with a lot of the projects we've done is that I can bring in that translation and bring it down to an understandable level for everybody, what needs to happen, how to move forward, who to connect to, like Jerry, who can plug in all the technical stuff and really his SEO strategies and things like that and make it, make it consumable for that business. 
you say you use WordPress, and I know WordPress is easy to work with because I can even take care of WordPress, some of the stuff on our Kid and Supporter Soldiers website. I remember when, when you two got introduced, I because I'd been doing work with you, so you came along and with I met you through something, and I said, hey, I think you all need to talk. I was really afraid when I first did that, that is it going to be, okay, two competitors and they're going to want to butt heads, or I just remember you starting to say stuff and you sitting there going, just shaking your head. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. And then you guys are off to the races. I think it's been a, a great relationship in the past three, four years now. Four. I think it's been four or five. Yep. It's coming up on, well, 2017. So it's been about four years four. since we were to do that. Yeah. That and to me is really cool to be able to connect two people and then watch them go boom. Right. It, it's been it's been a wonderful experience because actually Sean actually ended up turning into my ideal client. You know, having a tech-based business who helps consult and provide security services for their clients, being able to talk with me and say, hey, I don't really cover the website of things as much as I do the networking, the equipment, and things like that. Right. You know, w what can we do? And since we already communicate at the same level, it's very easy for us to connect and create the solutions and then bring them back down towards the client. Sean doesn't want to build the car but you can provide us all, all the stuff to go into the car to make it run. Absolutely. You don't want to make the car run, but you'll build the car so that it'll run tremendously more efficient. I like that analogy. Is that, will that I work? Hope, I hope you pick out the color scheme, what color interior you want. Exactly. Kind of, you, you, he puts it together. You, you custom pick what the client wants, you put it all together, and then the two of you give them an awesome, an awesome like product. That. That's not bad. So you don't give a Pinto, you give like a Mercedes or something. Somewhere, in, somewhere in that Tesla? range. You want I don't to know. My clients Tesla? are getting Teslas. Your clients, wow. Yeah, you do have a Tesla. It's very cool. You showed it to us when we went out to last time we met. And it was pretty cool. So what else are you looking to do then for clients? What If you had to pick one thing, you know, if you had to pick one thing, Gerald, what is one of the most important things that a new client needs to have from you? Well... Right now, the biggest change on the web has been Core Web Vitals. It's completely destroyed several websites in their rank from business owners that you know aren't even aware uh, of some of the algorithm updates that happen, why they happen, why it matters. Imagine driving a vehicle and you got pulled over because you failed some emissions test. Well, how are you supposed to know? whether or not you're passing the emissions test, how are you know, supposed to know you're supposed to go out and get these tests, get these things checked? So Core Web Vitals was kind of like that. They said, hey, your websites aren't good enough, and we're going to give you some tools to check your website and compare it, and we're going to roll the software update out. But unless you're in the tech field and you're constantly playing with these tools every day, how are you supposed to know that you know one day in the middle of June your website starts losing rank? It's because six months ago your the web designer you don't have on staff that you don't regularly talk to isn't going to go up to you and say, hey, I think we should do something about this. And and that's kind of, you know, kind of the big thing right now that I keep telling people, like, if, if you're in business and you've been having trouble with rank lately, you probably have a core web vitals issue. And if you need support or, or you need assistance with core web vitals, ask your web developer, do some research online. That, that's going to be the biggest thing that's killing businesses right now. And that's something that most of us have no idea what you're talking about when you say that. But I'm going to come back in the second half and talk about some more things as well. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your suits.
over 40 years, GRP Studios in Longwood has produced thousands of projects of all shapes and sizes. Large budget or small budget, GRP Studios has a service that can meet your needs. Besides our audio and video services, GRP Studios can also provide teleprompter support for commercials or convention projects. Our mission is simple, to get your vision produced the best it can be done for the budget you have. Contact us at grpstudios.com or better yet, stop on by for a visit and have some of our world famous popcorn. All right, we're back with the second half of the four Musketeers, not the four Stooges, not the five whatever it was. The four Musketeers, a play off an old movie from 1974 that obviously none of you have ever seen. You need to go back and watch some classic films, man. You just need to do something. You've seen it. I've seen these things. You guys didn't have a life. (sighs) You didn't know what outdoors was. Not necessarily true. I was in the city. We didn't really have a true outdoors, so. Jeez. Anyways, Mr. Craig, Gerald, you said something before we left about you, it was. It, I can't remember the the terminology. Is the core web core vitals. web vitals? And then, Craig, you were talking during the break about how that works for you. Right. Well, when I met, uh, since I'm the new kid in the block between those four musketeers, or I think it's more like a bunch of monkeys in a barrel. I'm still saying four stooges. So, so it, it's coming down like at the beginning. I, I met Gerald Huff in a mutual standing that he was talking over my head. I'm like, dude, what is this kid talking about? And all of a sudden I said, please bring it down to my age limit. And he did. He broke everything down or to make me understood over the time since us four all been working together. I'm thankful that you all came to my rescue because there's a lot of things that I wasn't aware of, even though I had 23 years in the hotel industry, different world uh, as Tim brought up many times. And I totally agree. Now Gerald has done my website. And it's a knockout. And I use my website to tell people is that this is what your website should look like. You go anywhere else, you're not going to get anything in return. I'm sorry. It's just factual. So Gerald and I were talking a lot. And he goes, Craig, you need to do this, this, and that. And I'm like, you know, Gerald, I trust you 110%. Whatever you're saying must be right because I don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> I am getting a lot of downloads. I'm getting a lot of hits. And people uh, all the time are, are saying, hey, I saw this on the website. I'm like. Thank Gerald Huff for that. <laughs> he created that. Because you're a stat guy, so tell about why it's important for you so, with the, what he what Gerald was talking about. Ger- Gerald and I, he introduced uh, when Sean and Gerald came to my house to fix my machine that they put the analytics on my computer, and I look at this daily because in the hotel industry, I was statistics. I love statistics. Statistics gives you a factual of who's, who, who's coming on, who's doing this, what's not hitting off, and then Gerald comes into my rescue and he goes, hey, we need to make some changes. Make them. I, I don't, I don't, he, he doesn't need to call me. He doesn't, I say, just do it. Because Courtney, who's overtaken that position now, has, uh, she's a guru too. She's just a natural person that uh, was taught by Gerald apparently, who knows how to look for things to make sure that your ROI is your investment of that you're getting your money's worth. Because if you don't have that, then you've got the wrong person. And I'm telling you right now, please. Uh, it, you invest in your business so much that if you don't have the right structure and you're not looking at it for yourself, you know that you have somebody that is. And, and between Sean and Gerald, uh, they're always looking at my stuff to make sure that we're going up in numbers, that we're getting a return, and that we're doing it for a reason. Gerald is huge in statistics. He taught me a report 
I love it because I was like, what is that? And then he started he started enlightening me more, and I came glued to it. So uh, don't you think that report's very necessary for any kind of business? Absolutely. When so, I when I first started going to networking with you guys, uh, one of the things we used to do was we would set up at the networking event with a computer, and anybody who did not know that data about their website, we would set it up for free. That that was a great, and that's how I got introduced to you guys when they did that the first time. Said, this is what your website's doing. This is what it should be doing. Oh, okay, we need to talk. Yeah, and and those num- those numbers that you know that you guys have learned now, the data's free. It just needs to be implemented, and you need to know where to review it. And then there's a bunch of numbers that need some basic descriptions, like bounce rates, you know, when people leave your site instead of, you know, traversing further through it. So, you know, yeah, the the data, I mean, I don't think anybody would argue about the data in their business. I I have to agree with that because, not to interrupt you, uh, my phone is with me wherever I go, and I I show people this. I'm like, do you have this? And they go, what is that? And I'm like, who's your business developer? He said, well, uh, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, let me educate that for you. So uh, I feel good about that. But I said, uh, did you consult with anybody before you started your business? I'm like, why? I'm like, well, do you have this? And do you know where you're going with your business? No. I said, well, let me talk to you about this team that we just created among ourselves. So that's why you two gentlemen, please tell everybody that what they're missing. Well, I was going to say, don't sell yourself short either. If you think about what we're talking about here, it really is about education. It's not about the technology. The technology is always going to change. There's always going to be somebody there that can provide it. It's the, the understanding that we have of that and the education we can bring to the table to make it easier for you to understand and how to act on it. You know, what Jerry did at that networking meeting where he was showing people, this is what you're doing right now. There's a level of immediate understanding. Oh, this is something I need to pay attention to. I had no idea. You know, when people come into the studio or are starting to look at, you know, videos for their website or commercial spots and they talk to Tim about, you know, the studio here, there's a level of understanding about things that most people don't really understand. And that's the part I love. That's the part I love. I love being able to convey this education to people in, in any aspect. You know, you think about the, the to-do list I had sent over to you. You are very good at going out and hunting down these contacts. You know, you are a gorilla out there pulling people in. Okay, so what's the next step? How do we utilize them? Now that you've hogtied them, now what? Yeah, now you've got them. How do we string them up and really get? So being able to bring that to the table and say, okay, great. Now we take this step. This is how we utilize that contact. This is where we go to put that information in. And this is why we build emails or printed materials this way to attract more people in. So there's this whole great educational process that we all bring to that table that, you know, you shouldn't sell yourself short on that because there's a piece there that you need to educate people on as well. I I will tell you for computer guys, we sit behind a desk. We love being behind a desk. It takes a lot of effort to get us out from behind that desk. Yeah. Well, what I can tell you is about Gerald is uh, just between the four of us here uh, with the people listening, uh, this is going to be easy to promote because you're absolutely right. I, I believe in brand recognition for one thing. If you don't get your brand out in front of people who are – my favorite line is if they don't know you, you don't know them. Yep. And right now what you taught me just recently with MailChimp I'm starting to use next week and get that word out to let people know what they're missing and who to call. So it's just a factor when you guys came to my resident that you brought this, it opened my eyes to so much of like, 
my God, we're sitting here talking about something that other people need to know. It's a one-stop shop. Right. Instead of and say, well, hey, Tim Proctor, who do you use? Well, they use you. Uh, who do you use? Well, because I, I, I sell it on my phone. My analytics tells me everything that you taught me. And if you don't look at that so many times a day, you don't know what direction if people are coming to you for the right, right reason. You, you want to know something scary about that, right? Is it Halloween and Tim's getting ugly? What? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I don't Getting? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so the challenge with knowing your data, right, is that you don't only have access to your own data. Many people don't realize that they can also get access to their competitors' data that you can track and you can analyze how your competitor's doing. Great point. If I was able to show you what was wrong with your website, then clearly someone can look at somebody else's website and say, oh, that's my competitor. Here's how good they're doing. This is kind of another area where, where I, I get into very heavily. We were talking earlier about race car drivers. And by race car drivers, I mean uh, teenagers getting their licenses. So, so here's something, right? Yeah. When you first get a car... And, and you're driving around, whatever, you're going to A to B. But when you start racing, it's about getting there first or it's about surviving the race, right? If you watch NASCAR, a lot of the times it's about the endurance of the race and taking good care of your car as you drive. The challenge with search engines is it's a race for position one. And so a lot of the times you have to analyze your competitor's car, look under the hood, right? So what, what is their website made of? They have these platforms, they're moving at these speeds, and the only thing you can do to win just to go faster, right? And so that's where some things like these core web vitals come in is there a lot of these metrics are about speed, right, and performance. If you have a competitor's site that loads in three, four seconds, somebody may decide, you know what, I don't want to wait. They might leave. But if your site loads in two seconds and it gets them before they can make that mental decision to check out of going to the website, that is how you move up in rank. And that's one of the ways you can move up in See, rank. See, and that's, that's key because you just brought up an interesting point there. How quickly people make a decision is, I think, a, a piece of information that a lot of business owners don't have. You know, we're talking seconds and milliseconds in somebody making a conscious mental decision whether they're staying here or going somewhere else. It happens a lot of times. It, even in your, you're talking about email marketing, same place. Looking at that subject, maybe the first couple of lines of that email, people make a decision quickly. And then when you talk about videos, you know, we talk about making 30-second spots, two-minute commercials. You know, what's the average time that you need to capture someone's attention before they're disengaged completely? If they're looking at it on their phone, you've got about five seconds really right. to, to do something right. Well, then let, let's talk about something about emails. How important is it for a subject in an email to be accurate, to be punctuation, Ooh. to be spelled correctly? Yeah. If I receive an email in the subject line, things are spelled wrong, I don't even open it. Yeah. No, you, you're, that's a great question, and you're spot on. This goes back to that two or three seconds we talk about in you know, website visibility and how fast it loads. People, people don't really understand how quickly the human brain reacts to things. And as soon as there's a misspelling in an email, and this goes back to this generation that is coming up now is a lot more educated. They're a lot more aware of those things and the spam and the uh, different things that are out there, it's automatically discarded very quickly. And if it's not something that they are expecting to see, if it's not something they are already interested in seeing, it's already gone. You've already lost that person. Even if it does apply to their business, 
a lot of my stuff gets tossed because it doesn't apply to my business. I have no interest. Even the MailChimp stuff that's regular that I know people, they're sending me this information. I don't need this information. I don't have a need for it right now. Right. But I don't even open stuff that goes to my junk mail anymore. I just open up the box, clear it all out, and it's gone. I'm not going to take the time to look at it. And this goes into... You know, that human psychology of understanding what's going to cause a person to take a deeper look at your email. The first thing I want to see is the who it's from. And then you got to be cautious and you know, make sure it's not, you know, some kind of spam. Then it's the subject. It's got to be something they want. And it's got to be something they can react to very quickly. And then those first couple words on that email is going to tell them everything they need to know, whether they're keeping it or discarding it. Does it make a difference if somebody sends an email from a Gmail account or from an actual business. Huge. And Jerry can speak to the security of that and what happens when you keep sending out business emails through Gmail. But again, for from a receptive perspective, when somebody receives something from Gmail, this is not a professional. This is not a business. This is somebody doing something on the side. And then when you have that mentality, you've automatically categorized that person. And your business is either now a professional or you're an amateur. But but I do I do want to talk on, on this a little bit because it does depend on your target demographic, right? So for example, my fitness coach talks to me a lot about eating healthy, going to the gym, doing these things. He uses emojis in his subject lines, right? Now, most of us might see an emoji in a subject line and be like, wow, this is childish. But when you know how my coach talks and, and, and you work with him all the time, you realize, okay... Two strong arm emojis means we're about to have a good day, right? I just have discovered how to do that about three months ago with my, <laughs> my and, control well, F and space bar. <laughs> and, and I don't have the time for that. What is that? <laughs> but, but that goes to your to that point that you, yeah. know, you there's somebody that you are expecting to hear from. Yeah. So that you they've met one of those criterion. Now, did you meet him face to face, or did you meet him meet him through your email? Uh, I actually met him through his results. He was working with my business partner's wife and my business partner, and they, uh, I think Adam's wife, Stephanie, ended up like transforming completely in like three months. And I said, if Stephanie can transform in three months and Adam can transform in three months, I want to transform in three months. So that's more like word of mouth. It was more like word yeah. of mouth. And, and, and that's the thing too. Like, let's talk about word of mouth, right? So we talked a little bit about emails kind of, some emails going to spam, some emails not getting paid attention to. But one thing that's really important that a lot of people don't do is if you have a contact you want to get hold of, get in their contacts book. A lot of the times we hand out business cards and people will take the business cards and they'll be like, oh, okay, and they'll stow them away, throw them away, and they'll never add them to their contacts book. When a contact gets placed in the contacts book, they show up as somebody you can recognize within your emails. And in some email clients, a picture of them may even be pulled into the thread, and it helps create that personal connection. So just an email alone, there are a lot of things you can do to raise your credibility or destroy your credibility. Right. But sometimes spelling mistakes are funny ones. If you're a content writer and you put in your subject line, can't believe you made this mistake, and you accidentally swapped two letters around, and mistake is spelled wrong. Right. Mistake yeah. might be spelled wrong. You know, maybe it's M-I-S-T-E-A-K. I'm not hungry. And you click on the mistake and you see a big picture of a sirloin and it says, your content and its words matter. <laughs> you can steal this, by the way. This is, I, I didn't come up with this. But 
that is a way to capture people in through emails, right? So the thing is that I'm trying to get at is whenever you're delu- when you're sending or you're composing an email, you're doing it with a lot of intention, right? Which is why when people look at your emails, they're looking at it with intention. So the challenge there is that if you are going to create an email, and we were talking about using the domain versus the Gmail, I might look for at Gmail addresses because I'm just looking for a freelancer because that's what I expect a freelancer to do. But if yep. I want a professional agency, if I want a real professional, I'm going to look for that at mybusinessname.com address. And that's going to tell me that they've made the investment in their technology and in their email systems because they're serious about their business. No, great point. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Although you have really warped me when I go on to anybody else's website now. The first things I see are not secure. I'm like, okay, don't you know your website needs to be more secure? And I'll tell my wife something. She goes, I don't know what that even means. Well, it just means it's not a great website to be on if you want to do anything. anything. Anyways. And you didn't hear it from me. Ladies and gentlemen, that is from Tim Proctor of GRP Studios. If your site says unsecure, you need to call me. That's right. To get that address. <laughs> Absolutely. If you're, it's and, my website spot. And go look yep. at your website. If you type in your website and it says not secure or unsecure, you've got a problem. You don't know what it is yet, but you need to get a hold of Gerald and find out what that problem is. Well, the tip of the day today, we're going to steal the tip of the day today from somebody in this room. I might even modify it. it. I'm not even modify it so it's not completely his. Tip of the day, if you think it's expensive, hiring a professional, wait until you hire an idiot. Now, he doesn't say idiot. He says amateur, but it's absolutely true. If you think it's expensive to hire a professional, just wait until you hire an amateur, some kid that does it out of his parents' basement, just wait until you hire that amateur and realize, oh, I'm just absolutely hosed. I'll be honest. And that a lot of the business I've gotten over the years comes from, well, my nephew has been doing it. My my brother-in-law out in California has been handling all my IT stuff. Well, what does he do for a living? Well, he, he works for an insurance company, but you don't have a professional looking at it. You're their second priority. You're not their first priority. There's yeah. a huge difference. And that's the same for us when I said, well, my nephew said he can take care of this video for me. Sure. On your phone? Well, yeah, it's going to look great. And I said, go for it. Absolutely go for it. And yeah. then when it looks like a debacle and a train wreck, come back to me and we'll talk. And I'll probably charge you twice as much because you didn't want to do it the first <laughs> time. But what else, man? What else we got before we wrap it up here today? I know I, there's I think, I think there's we're going to these, these, we're gonna have to bring these well back uh, on a certain time. On a regular basis, yeah. Because there's so much valuable information that people are just not understanding to make their business where it's supposed to be. If you need anything that has to do with your website, Gerald, give them your information again. Yeah, so it's Gerald Huff with My Website Spot. You can reach uh, my team at support at mywebsitespot.com or you can call us at 407-499-4008. And Mr. Essler, if you want anything IT related, if you want them to tell you that you use Macs and you're a dork, that's fine. Or you don't have VoIP, what are you, archaic? Then, no, he does. He's, I love him a lot. I'm usually a little more PC than that. You're a little bit more PC than that, but. I, it's got to be when when we send them an email or send them an email, they got to shake their heads and like, really? You're such a moron. But how can people get a hold of you? You can reach me at 321-441-3810. Get to me directly or via email, Sean, S-E-A-N, at theesleredge.com. 
It's been good having you guys in here. It always is. Is it this one? I think it's this one. It's always good having you guys here. We'll get you up on the on the podcast next week or some point at some time, I'm sure. Thanks for having us. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for coming in today. Thanks for looking so darn dapper. You look, you know, they're starting to look like uh, Mad Men from that That's television. That's exactly what they look think like. like Mad like Men? That. Yeah. Where's my scotch? I don't know. You have Don Draper and I don't remember the other guy's name, but... We gotta get the, the little mini bar in here next. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development. Thank you.